What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Start and end your day with the good news. The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with The Good News. Hello, it is Angie Austin and friends. You know, I've talked, I've thought about how much the show has changed, you know, being in the news business for 20 years and covering bad news and whenever I'd meet people, and I'm not kidding you guys, this would happen to me almost daily. I would uh, run into somebody and they'd say, oh, what do you do? So that's what we do in this country. We say, what do you do? Which mm-hmm. other countries, apparently, they don't do that as much. Not, Michelle, you've lived around the world. A lot of times in other countries, yes. they don't say, like, what do you do? It's considered rude. Uh, yeah, th- I-, I haven't heard what do you do very well. I mean, with my ex-husband, everybody kind of can figure out what Oh, yeah, because he's, yeah, 7-1, <laughs> right? So everybody yeah, kind of so. guessed. <laughs> <laughs> People ask my husband if he played basketball, too, and he's only 6'6". Six, six, well, he's, you know? your husband is really tall. Well, he's, he's so my slim, husband, though, is like taller. a pencil. Yeah, slim. He's like a pencil with hair. I mean, he's a <laughs> hundred. 80 stinking pounds and 6'6". Six, six. That dude can barely keep his pants up. He, I mean, he is one skinny dude. light bulbs. He no, changes he light bulbs oh, really yeah, well. He, he weighs oh what God. he did in high school, which to me is like somehow, like, I don't know, something's wrong with that. Like, isn't your metabolism supposed to change when you're in your 40s? At least yeah. as I for thought women, it, it does. I was like, it has for me. <laughs> I'm kind of mad about your husband's All right. weight. I, I know, me too. I want to change the subject. All right, so. Uh, everywhere I would go, just about, someone would say, well, what, do you, what do you do? And I'd say, well, I'm in the news business. And they'd, oh, I don't watch the news anymore. It's so negative. Can't you people do any good news? And so I thought over the years, or 20 years of that, I'm like, maybe I should do something called the good news and focus on things. And, of course, for me, the good news was good news stories, which we share. But then the undercurrent of that was the good news of Christ, because that's what they call the Bible, you know, the good news. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought what a cool combination, you know, that would be. But then over time, as I picked up my other job and I do my national morning show, show and you know do all that then I also wanted uh, to bring in some friends to help me lighten the load of the good news and it's become so much fun because it's like having friends for coffee you know and it's just like a fun way to sit around so I have a really good news story that I want to share you and I have some good news gals that I'm bringing in and then I wanted to share with you guys I told you my word for the year is joy so I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. So I'm going to get my little visual cues in front of me here. You're going to laugh when you see what I brought with me. Because I have the whole, I have a joy shelf in my closet, which is so it. weird. It's like I go into the closet. It's your prayer closet. My, well, I don't know what it is. There's a lot of stuff in there. 
And I have like some joy shelves and it's things that, you know, bring me joy. So I'll explain that in a minute. So let's kind of just go around in a circle and, uh, and give, give your 30-second elevator speech and introduce yourself. Beatrice Bruno. I am Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life speaker, author, and U.S. Army veteran. And I help people to get over themselves, get out of their own way, and let go of the past so they can get what they want out of life. All right, Jennifer Bishop. Damn, sister. Damn. No, she don't even try to pen. No, because she stood up once when I met her at the Woo. women's conference. I'm like, oh, whatever. I have to go after that. And I was going to, like, knock it out of the park. Yeah. I'm like, you think you're going to get up and give your elevator speech? Get a load of mine. <laughs> you know, because I was like, oh, she's good. She's I'm good. writing mine want, right now. I wanted, to be, <laughs> no, I wanted to be her friend right away when she stood up. Did not we been friends ever since. Yeah, yeah, ever since that day. You had a name tag on. I'm like, look at you and your name tag. <laughs> you always dogged me out about my name tag, and I told <laughs> you that's what we were we in the Army. We always had identification, so I wore my name tag. I'm still in the Army. I'm like, girl, you Come have on. been out of the Army a long time. You get that name <laughs> tag off. She'll be like at Starbucks okay, or Dunkin' I'm going to say it like this. you would say She's it. She's wearing the name tag. I'm going to say it like you would say it. I'm now in the Army of the Lord. <laughs> okay? Yes. <laughs> Cracking me up, man. <laughs> he is. All right. Uh, he, so she's not wearing a name tag today. We know who she is. Oh, well. All right, and Jennifer it, Bishop. It, can I just say one thing about yeah. Miss Beatrice Bruno? Yeah. She is like the real deal. I know she I is. Have, I have. I've, I've hired her now. She's coaching me. How can you me. write your book? Yes. That's awesome. And she is a drill sergeant. Oh, she's on you? Yeah. I know. Like, you never I want love to cross it. her. Uh-uh. Oh, I ain't got yeah. no time for yeah. your excuses. Nope. <laughs> excuses are just like armpits, baby. Everybody's got one, and they all stink. Mine don't stink. <laughs> you okay. well, I, I don't care about you. If you try to slack <laughs> off on your writing, like, she rides your tail. I sparkle. I don't stink. Oh, Does she, does she get after you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, what, how you doing? What are you doing? Oh, that is hilarious. Mm -hmm. All right. She's nice great. To have someone so, hold you accountable. Right? We <laughs> all need accountability partners. Yes. I love it. Thank so you. my name is Jennifer Bishop. My uh, website, livingyourpotential.com. And um, my, my claim to fame is helping people through nutrigenomics. And nutrigenomics is the study of how compounds and nat natural compounds can actually affect your gene expression. And, and let me say, I met Jen, uh, gosh, how long has it been now? So 15, two, two, 15 or, well, he's been dying seven, six, 16 years, so it was right after. So 15 or 16 years. Okay, so, uh, yeah, right before I was married, you yes. know, actually at my wedding. Yes. And Stephen has ALS, her husband, and he was supposed to, they told him, what, get your affairs in order? Yep, he has two to five years to live, get your affairs in order, and don't plan anything. And you had a toddler months. then, yep. and you he wanted to live to see his son graduate from high school. He's Your son's now a Marine, Yes. and Stephen is still walking and talking. Yes. And the ALS has not taken him. And this has been part of your journey. Amen. Uh, you know, learning what could help keep him alive and yep. keep him going. Yes. So God Jen's is so good. Quite possibly one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my love life. You. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you, too, I love you. I love you. All right. Michelle Betts. So I want to hear your elevator speech that you just wrote on like a, a, a scrap you of paper. Know, I changed my mind because I'm not really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't prep like that. No, you thanks don't. For the heads up, you are Ange. off. You are off the uh, thanks off the, for the cuff. two minutes heads up. Um. You're welcome. You're. Well, I like. To, I got to give you prep time. I didn't make you first. Oh my gosh. Well, Beatrice was ready to go. She sounds like she's been working on that for you know. It's just I'm natural. telling you, she's the real deal, Michelle. <laughs> Look at her, all proud over there in the corner. She's, it yeah, is what it is, baby. Flowing over there. Okay, so my name is Michelle Betts. Uh, I am a realtor with Porchlight Real Estate Group. Helping people to find their real estate, real estate dreams yeah. a reality throughout yeah. Denver and the metro area. Please give me a call. <laughs> and Anytime. you're a mom. And you're a and mom. And I'm a mother of yeah. three, yes. Yeah. 
And that's how Michelle and I met because our kids are almost the same age. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got the, what, 10 year, uh, 11 year olds now. Yeah. And then you've got a son who's right. Who's um, just above. He's 12. 12. Yeah. Okay. I've got 12, 10, and 8. So 12, 10 and your, eight. yours are older and younger. Yeah. You've got more of a spread. It's I was 11. running out of time. Like my eggs were expiring. So I had to get on it. <laughs> I had no time to waste. Tick, like, we'll tick, see. tick. Yeah, I was out of time. Like that last one was like, oh, woo! I thought my um, expiration clock already went off. But yeah, I TMI. I had to have my. I had to have mine three years apart so that I didn't lose my mind. Yeah, I was like, I can't. Oh, I just I can't do any closer than this. All right, Monique, you've got three too. Give us your little elevator speech. Hi, my name is Monique Davis. Um, I have a hair business. Your hair looks fabulous, she by the way. Is. Fabulous. Really I wish does. people could see it. I'm like a walking billboard. Yeah. <laughs> First thing I said was how beautiful your hair was. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, it's all hair.net. Um, I'm a mother, a wife, and I like to classify myself as a seeker because mm. I'm always seeking out, you know, what God has for me Amen. in every mm. season. So I've written a book. Um, and it's about my life and working on getting it published. And we're going to hear her testimony. And we'll probably do that tomorrow. Dave, can we, uh, tomorrow show, will we be doing yeah, the testimony? Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. Okay, excellent. Can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to hear her testimony. Mm. All right. And then we're going to talk about, because a lot of the women who've come in are either writing books or have written books already on the good news. How many, Beatrice, have you written now? Five, six, okay. if you count the ghostwriting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I, my name's Angie Austin. I've been in the news business for 25 years now, and because uh, I, I never get to give my speech. I want to give it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to give my, hey, Angie, my show. Angie, what do you Come do? On. You got it. What do you do? It's What's the good news elevator? with Angie Austin. You're, and you're the and friends, because <laughs> I get to choose. So um, uh, I've been in the news business 25 years, 20 on TV, and five in uh, radio. I started the good news. Uh, Basically, it was so funny when I did it too because I made zero dollars and zero cents because I just started it like without anything. Yeah. And I got a, jo a job offer at CBS to do a morning show, and my husband was working for CBS at the time. And uh, he said, if you turn them down, like these are my bosses, like you didn't do this carefully. And, uh, you know, and your other job that you want to do is uh, pay zero dollars and zero cents. <laughs> and so, you know, you better, you know, go. And one time he told me, he goes, common sense has to kick in sometime soon. Mm -hmm. You know, like, are you going to turn this down? And I did. He thought I was off my rocker. You know, but everything's worked out, you know, because now I've got a national show, Daybreak USA, mm -hmm. and I have this one. And it's actually worked out better because we built a studio in my basement. And so the majority of the time I can work from home rather than at 2.45 in the morning driving downtown in a blizzard to do the weather or to uh, anchor the news, yeah, which was scary, you know, to do that. And, yes. uh, and exhausting with three mm -hmm. little kids. So this has been a real blessing. And to be able to talk about my faith, you know, when I was doing the news, the only time I came close to saying Jesus on the air was when we had a Cheeto shaped shape like Jesus. So we called him Jesus. Jesus the Cheeto. That was the closest I ever came to saying Jesus on the air because we weren't supposed to talk about Jesus. My and they knew I was a Bible thumper. And people would oh. secretly find me in the makeup room to talk about like their problems when they had like an mm -hmm. issue in their lives. Mm -hmm. But like it wasn't like something that was like, I don't know, okay to talk about like in the newsroom. They'd find me in the makeup room. Right. Because well, they knew I was a Christian. Remember the group that you invited me to? Like the, the uh, undercurrent Christians. Yeah, it was. Um, when I was in Very, L.A., I yeah, was in that group, sneaky. and it was uh, journalists that are Christians. Yeah. 
and it was uh, Christian broadcasters, and we would meet, you know, once we a month. We met at lunch yeah. so, several times. Yeah, and I there, can't and say there who were, was there because they there might were, lose their job. And there were several, <laughs> and I remember, I'll never forget one of the well-known anchors in town mm-hmm. that he did something similar to what I've done when you're sent to, like, knock on someone's door Ugh. when, like, it's the worst day of their life, like they've lost a child, right? And so you're like a vulture circling the scene of some horrible story because you're meeting people on the worst days of their lives, and he and his cameraman made a pack that they would say they went to the door and that they no one was there because if you didn't go to the door mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and you didn't go after the story, you'd be in trouble with your bosses. But there were some, t- some times where you just didn't feel mm-hmm. comfortable yeah. like violating that space. That's why I feel so blessed to do what I do. Before Thank we get into our first good news story, I just want to say my word of the year. You mentioned, Monique, that you consider yourself a seeker. You're always seeking what Christ has for you. And um, my, my word of the year is joy. And I'm always talking to my, my husband who has a startup company. And I always say to him, look, you... They've gone public now, so he's gone through that initial first three years of the pain. But that first three years was extremely stressful, and I was the breadwinner. And I'm not one to want to go into our savings, so I took on extra jobs so that he could quit his job at CBS and start this startup. And uh, I said to him, look, not many men with three kids can leave their career to do a startup. And I know it's stressful, but this opportunity that I am helping you create you have to enjoy the journey. And so I keep telling him the joy is in the journey. And he actually said it to me last night. He's on his way to New York. They've gone public already. Now they're going to maybe go They're going to Canada because they're going to be on the stock exchange in Canada too. And he's meeting with investors in New York City. And he said, isn't the joy supposed to be in the journey? And I keep this in our closet. And it mm-hmm. says the joy is in the nice. journey. Mm-hmm. And that's my word of the year because mm-hmm. he doesn't stop to find the joy in the journey. He just does the journey and he's all stressed out. So I just brought this to give you guys a giggle. So I have these joy shelves in my closet. I know that's totally nerdy and geeky, what like a 12-year-old. <laughs> so this bunny is in there. And whenever I'm having a bad day, this is the song I sing to my girls, and I push this bunny's foot. <gasps> this is so nerdy. But sometimes when you're having, I get up at 3 a.m. I am tired. Those kids sometimes drive me nuts, and my <laughs> husband is like a drill sergeant. So I have to play this sometimes in my closet. I go in there, and I do this. Oh. <laughs> that's the song I sing to Chris. Aww. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angie. And I stand there with the door shut. <laughs> and then I come out with a smile on my face. Do you have a binky, too? And I have, no, I don't have a binky. <laughs> and I, uh, listen to you. I was actually going to ask that question. Listen to Uh-oh. you who likes to drink wine. Isn't that the adult binky? I know oh, you're off in for three until months. April. <laughs> First. I saw Michelle at one this weekend, and she's like, April 1st, 1 a.m., I can have a glass of wine. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Why, why April 1st, Michelle? Uh, my brother challenged me to uh. not drink from the beginning of the year till Easter. And so I looked it up on my calendar, and I'm like, <gasps> okay. How many hours now? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, I mean, I'm a social a social drinker, and, you know, this is the, yeah. I, you know, I take breaks for pregnancies and that's usually about it for yeah. me. And so this is going to be interesting, but I've got a clear, I've got a clear mind. And it's like, I think it's also helping me lose some weight. So I'm really happy about that. Mm. Yeah. I'll okay. Take, I'll yeah. take that loss. Do you drink? <laughs> no. Beatrice, do you drink? I do not. Jen, do you? Social. Social. Very. Yeah. Michelle, do, we know you do. <laughs> nah, I don't drink. I don't either. Like, oh my gosh. It doesn't. I don't. I could. I mean, I always when I say don't drink, I always think people are gonna think I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have an issue. I just don't really enjoy it. I don't. I don't. I just don't drink. I feel like 
my mind is clearer mm-hmm. and I can hear from God. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm finding Michelle even without a drink. See, you, you know, you got me sounding like the heathen over here. <laughs> hey, I do. No, 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 no judgment. No I don't judgment. think it's sinful mm. to drink. No, 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 no I no. don't. No, no, I don't. I think you're getting a. Got now, a see, when I it. received my salvation, that was one of the things that I gave up because. Back then in the day, oh, I could drink, baby. <laughs> okay, I would drink, baby. But when I received Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, that was something that I was like, you know, some Lord, I'm going to go ahead and give you that mm-hmm. because I want to be with a clear mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want anything to shadow. You know, I want to hear from you. Right. And so for almost 30 years, I haven't. Michelle, wow, don't feel years. bad. Some people say that uh, there's been a connection between humans and beer for almost 12,000 oh, years. So. Yeah, thank, thank you very you, much. I thank appreciate you, Dave. that, Dave. Thank it yeah. might be the reason we went from hunter-gatherers to agricultural society. Oh, so? Wow. <laughs> I never knew that beer was so deep. Well, I read online that hmm. beer is like liquid bread, so I'm definitely oh. not trying to have oh. a beer. <laughs> I, don't do, I don't drink beer. <laughs> yeah, I think it is like liquid so, bread. So, Angie, liquid your bread. word is joy. Yeah. I'm a yeah. big proponent. I'm trying yeah. to like get off of the whole alcohol thing here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, but my, I choose a word as well every year, and my word this year is love. Well, and it's never been love, and I'm like, that's really interesting. Last year it was abundance, and not not like abundance money necessarily, I, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not opposed to money. Yeah. I think the love of money is not good, but um, God wants us to prosper because that's, right. that's how we can help others. But um, it's love this year, and so I'm super excited about that, and just love Love me first. Love, well, love God first, then myself, mm-hmm. and then others. Because I'm a true proponent. Like, if you don't love yourself, you can't love others. That's right. And I, I love what you say about abundance <clears throat> because, you know, here we're, we're going to chat away our whole first segment. You people are going to take away my good Sorry. news story that I was going to share with you. Sorry. But nonetheless, let's proceed because I have a story now, too. <laughs> um, abundance. I was, you know, there's nothing wrong with wealth. There's right. nothing wrong. It's not sinful at all. However, we were just talking last week about my son is obsessed with shoes. Mm-hmm. I said, having fa- that 12 pairs of fancy shoes in your uh, closet is like me saying I have to drive a Mercedes to feel like I am complete. And we are complete through Christ. We are Christians. We are not yes. complete through our shoes. We mm-hmm. are not complete through our Mercedes. We are not complete through our fancy house. And when I was getting my used car, because I'm fiscally responsible, that's my deal. I grew up poor. I will never be poor again. I have no problem with a used car because to me it's a better investment. Uh, he said, well, why don't you buy a new car? buy a car like so-and-so or so-and-so and so-and-so. And I said, because my car is not who I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I lived in California, I knew people like, your car, what, what you drive is what you are. And I'm like, well, you are a loser then. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's so, so uncool to go to in debt. Yeah. To, yeah. And so I'm trying to teach him that these fancy shoes he's obsessed with, and granted he does have a few, but now I'm just like, what am I doing letting him get these? Because it's like driving a Mercedes, I Mm -hmm. think. It's like saying, ha, 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 look at me. And I'm not saying, like, I have a nice car, but it's a nice used car. I'm not saying if you drive a nice car, somehow that's sinful. What I'm saying is if you become your things, if who you are, if you're complete through your vehicle, if you're complete through your shoes, through your jewelry, through your whatever, then, you know, and then I, I mentioned how my, I, I'm holding up my coach bag is when I went to go buy this on sale, 90% off. My daughter said, I thought we didn't buy expensive <laughs> purses, that that wasn't uh, who we are as a family, that we are not flashy. <laughs> and I looked at my eight-year-old attorney and I told her, yes, Faith, you're right, but mommy likes good, nice purses on clearance sale. Right. <laughs> well, now if something is good quality, it will last longer. 
That's the whole That's difference. True. But how do we do this with our kids? How do we, because there's pressure, Michelle, you know there's pressure in yes, middle school pressure. right now for your daughters to fit in. Yes. There's pressure to to be like a carbon copy of every other kid walking down that stupid hall. Yes, and how can we truth. teach them that these things that make them different are really the beautiful things that are going to help them succeed later in life? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a tough one. I mean, I think that um, pointing out that uniqueness is beauty is a really important thing. Mm -hmm. um, because honestly, why would you Why would you want to be exactly like everybody else? I always tell my kids, it wouldn't be a boring place if it were cookie cutter people and they were mm -hmm. all like us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, that'd be that terrible. Be? Would you all, Would you want to eat the same thing every every day? Would you all want to have the same house and the same car? I prefer to be, to be different and um, uh, go on my own path mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i love your purse there Ange. oh thank you i'm a little confused because i thought i saw you with that purse on saturday why you still got this stuff in there like you gotta turn <laughs> <laughs> like you might return that no, no i took the no i took the receipt off i finally did no i don't do that i'll buy it and return it are you don't what? worry i'm the same way andre tears <laughs> my tags off in public all the time <laughs> so we got like mini pearl in the studio today we're still going to share the good news story with us and then Mo monique is joining us tomorrow monique davis is going to share her testimony because that's what she and i got to chatting about just at school we were both volunteering together and we sat and we were talking about her story and i was like so thrilled because when you meet another christian it's like you found a long lost friend right there in the lunchroom at the elementary school. How exciting is that? We'll be right back. The good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. All right, Angie Austin here along with Adam. Adam is an ambassador with ARC, and when you shop at ARC, it helps the ambassador. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. ARC is a tremendous benefit to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Now, there's a Saturday sale. Most items half off. If I'm a senior, 55 and over, on Tuesdays, most items are half off. How do we find out about that? ARCthrift.org. How about if I want to donate? Where do I donate? 303-238-JANE. You call them and they'll pick up whatever you need. Furniture, small, big. Medium. Uh, yep, absolutely. Uh, a small, big, medium. Yes, they'll bring the truck right on over. What's yes, the number? 303-238-JANE. Yeah, they bring a truck right to your house. 303-238-JANE. Yes, 303-238-JANE. ARCthrift.org. Does cool. ARC make you feel special? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought so. You are special. ARCthrift.org. As are you, babe. As are you. Thank you. Do you love working for ARC? I love ARC. Hi, it's Angie. My favorite vacation spot in the world has a deal for you. It's YMCA of the Rockies. It's their 110th anniversary at the YMCA of the Rockies, and they're offering lodge rooms for $84 per night. My whole family stays in one lodge room. That deal is through the end of December and includes two free breakfasts every morning. And here's some of the things that are included. Some of these cost a little bit more, but most of them are free, like the roller skating, swimming. There's a Nordic Center. It's a little extra for rock climbing. You can learn how to do archery 
horseback riding at Snow Mountain Ranch. The s'mores and the campfires are so much fun. Oh, sometimes there's singing and sometimes there's movies and we see this guy called the Mountain Man. My family loves this spot. We go at least twice a year and we will be enjoying this offer ourselves as well. Again, it's the 110th anniversary. YMCA winter deals, 84 bucks for a lodge room. A family of five can sleep in one of these lodge rooms and again, two free breakfasts per day. Check it out, ymcaoftherockies.org. Hey, welcome back to the Good News. Angie Austin here. We still have Monique Davis, Michelle Betts. And we've also got Jennifer Bishop and Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life. I wanted to share a good news story with the, these girls talk too much in the first segment. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, and you didn't say anything. And I'm so sorry that we just took over the show. Yeah, I didn't even say my word for the year. Oh, wait. wait we are continuing. We are continuing that. So my word is joy. Jennifer, your word is love. And go ahead, Monique. My word is resurrection. <laughs> oh, and not seeker. You are a seeker. You're always seeking God's will for your life. Okay, so explain your word. So um, last year, my word was higher. So um, I had a year of God took me and my family through some things. God was like, you asked to go higher. This is how you're going to go higher. Sometimes going higher isn't easy. It's, it wasn't easy. So um, my husband played football, and we started getting all these diagnoses. And it it strengthened our relationship in God. Um, we did go higher spiritually, and um, I thank God for that. But now my word for the year, I prayed, and God said resurrection. So um, I'm just trusting God. Everything that the doctor said, every diagnosis that they that God said um that the the doctors gave my husband I'm I'm just trusting God for restoration and resurrection Amen. so mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. that's good. now you actually moved to Denver because he was playing for the Broncos so that's what brought you here and you yes, liked it here so you stayed in Colorado mm -hmm. and are so you it, we love Colorado we love it I love the people in Colorado we're from Florida so Colorado is for us is just like a breath of fresh air you get all the seasons um in one day in um, one day, <laughs> one day. Right. Right. amen to that so it, funny. but but we love it because growing up in florida we never had that that's true what part so, of florida north south north florida yeah so we never had that we like it would get cold but not we never had snow or anything like that and so, fall like we have fall have just, so just for us just to see the leaves change colors is just like we're in awe it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I've lived in a lot of parts of the country, and I do love it here. I came back, and you know, I've lived in the South. I lived in Georgia for a while. lived in Tennessee for a while. lived in Oregon, Minnesota, California for 10 years, and here. And uh, so, yeah, that's quite a few sections. I guess the only place I haven't lived is the Northeast. My brother's up there, and they're kind of, I don't know, Boston. Like they're not, it's not as friendly. Let's put it that way. The Northeast, <laughs> to me, is not as friendly. Different friendly. Yeah. But if you're not from the area, I feel like it's clicky a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. like if you're not from the area, it's <laughs> yeah. a little clicky. All right, Beatrice, do you have a word for the year? Godfidence. 
Godfidence. Godfidence. You know, that. so often we get into ourselves because, oh, I'm just confident that I can do this. Or I, I did this and I achieved that. But now, baby, it comes with the Godfidence because you got to believe that God has placed his spirit inside of you in such a way that will cause you to achieve every commission, every assignment that he has given to you. So I'm confident that this year. I'm going to achieve everything that God has said that Beatrice is supposed to do and take it to that next level that he wants me to be in. Our family scripture is Philippians 4.13, and mm -hmm. people interpret it different ways, but all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. So I like to put that in my kids when they're feeling doubtful or scared or timid or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I noticed on my daughter's, um, I, I, I don't know exactly what it says, but she got these Stephen Curry's, Stephen Curry, whatever the Stephen best. Curry. Yeah, Curry. Stephen, mm -hmm. it's a, is he a Christian? Because on the back yes. of the shoes it says all things, yes. Yes. right? Mm -hmm. So he's like got part of Philippians 4.13 on the back of his shoes. Mm -hmm. wow. And so I saw that on my little eight-year-old shoes, which cracks me up because she weighs like 40 pounds. And she's wearing like, <laughs> you know, basketball player <laughs> shoes, <laughs> which makes me giggle. But uh, yeah, I thought, oh my gosh, that's like a part of our family scripture. All right, Michelle, you had last week. Oh, don't even look at me like that. I didn't really have a word okay. because I did the board and all that stuff. Yeah, the vision board. Yeah. Don't you don't big eyes on me. Well, you did vision I, board? You I, look, I look so yeah. unprepared because everybody's no, got something in no preparation like, uh, again, it's called I don't life know. you are not out to lunch with your girlfriends you go i didn't prepare for the conversation you were having over your salads there's no prep okay well let me see last week i had said that um one of the things that i got from putting doing the vision boards with my family was uh to not sweat the small stuff i love and that, that. was something that mm -hmm. kind of stuck with me because i feel like you you know it sounds it, it's a lot bigger than it may sound when you first hear the phrase, because I think there's so many things that we let weigh us down that are mm -hmm. insignificant in our lives. Mm -hmm. And what I really mean to say is anything that's not significant to your family, to the, it's not important to your day to day, how you live. You kind of, we need to let it, let it let go. Let it go. Yeah. 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 Those and first that, world yeah. problems, you mean? And, yeah. and yeah. you will tell that to their kids and they will, they will, they will bring it back to you in the most embarrassing way. Oh. Some old dude cut me off. He threw his arms up in the air and he put up his middle finger <laughs> and I was so shocked that I pulled up next to him and stared at him with giant saucer eyes and all my little blonde children stared at him with big saucer eyes and then we all just stopped and we turned and there were there were no cars in front of me i didn't need to stop right next to him and stare at him i did it on purpose to shame him that i had a carload full of children that saw him throw his middle finger up in the air so we shamed him and i did the i see you you see me i'm watching you right and then my little eight-year-old the attorney in the back she goes Mom, you shouldn't do that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that would be me, well, Angie. Now, nowadays, you never know. He said that. And then you know what she says to me? The eight-year-old attorney? Could... The eight-year-old attorney says, because he could be armed and he could shoot you. It's yes. true. She's it's got to so be right there. Way true. to shame me you and your legal pad in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, when I was living in Italy, I remember I got in a fight. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. You I got in a fight? No, 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 no. I was driving, and there it's was this guy who used to, there was this man who used to drive a lot of the team in their wives around and when your husband was playing basketball when he was playing basketball yeah. in Bologna and this man the taxi driver got in an argument with this guy 
And he gets out of the car and goes right to the door and he's talking to him and the other guy gets out of his car and they're just like doing this back and forth. With you know, their hands. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was Italians. like, oh my God. That's just how Italians speak. They, <laughs> they do. But I was, you know, terrified because I'm like, I hope we don't die over this uh, little altercation in the street. <laughs> no, they don't treat stuff in, in Europe like they do here in the United States. No, no they don't. I, I, I mean, I, when we, another time we went to the, the EuroLeague Final Four and then I remember the, the German police and the Italians were not getting along because mm-hmm. if a call was made that was terrible the italians all get up run to the court do like oh this to the gosh, ref and the german police were losing it and this is the at the end of the season and i'm looking at them like y'all need to calm down they're gonna do this they're gonna get up they're gonna run to the front put their hands out and then they're gonna go sit down nothing's gonna happen but it was a clash between the german and italian it's so it funny good. that's like when my husband gets the charge card from christmas and he gets up <laughs> and he makes a big thing and then i go i remind him i have two jobs and then he sits down it's like you have to let him have their moment yes. they have to have their moment like he has to get up and do his thing and then i go i remind him i have two jobs and then he sits down it's like but you have to let him have their moment you yes. know yep. all right so get i want to your share story. this good news story so we got all the words we yes. got their words yes. yeah um i wanted to share this good news story i think this is good because one of the things i like about christianity is i feel that we're all brothers and sisters in christ and that's one of the things i think that is such a beautiful unifying force of, of faith, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I came across the story, I I feel like there's so many bad news stories about kids and millennials and, you know, but there's a lot of good kids out there and they don't get attention. And so that, but also there is a racial aspect of the story and we're a mixed group here. We're a black and white group of friends. So I think this is kind of interesting. I want to hear like the take on this when we're done listening to this. But Beatrice, I'll never forget when I was going to Pastor Moreland's church and you came to visit me and you turned to me and you went, mm, 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 mm. How did you end up here? <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? Remember that? This little bitty white chick, blonde white chick at that, in a church full of black folk. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, how you... Are you kidding? I am trying to worship. I am singing. Yeah, she Beatrice. She looks down at me the way she does as the former basketball player. But she goes, mm, mm, mm. How did you get here? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then later on, I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I'm looking at the studio right now, and I see these tall, statuesque <laughs> black women <laughs> and two short white chicks. I'm just saying. <laughs> Y'all know I'm going to say stuff like that. So don't look crazy. She threw me under but the wait, bus. But wait, what happened was so funny because Pastor Marlon says to me, why weren't you at church last Sunday? And I said, how did you know? <laughs> and he said, you're the white person in here. You're the only blonde family in the entire church. And I just sat for a second and thought, I didn't realize he would know I wasn't there. <laughs> I didn't know why he knew. <laughs> See, I would well, blame you in the back. Welcome to our world, Ann. This is like school. Like, don't be messing up because they'll know it's you. Well, I, maybe she thought nobody would see her because she's so short. Maybe. maybe yeah. oh, no. That's really funny. No. That's so hard. And That's... then the funny thing is my son used to call it the Yellen Church because Pastor Moreland, the he ch- prays really loud. Yes. And oh, so then I told him that then in front of the whole church when he gets in his, all of us get in a circle and he's praying like at the top of his lungs and if he goes this is where Riley calls me the yelling shirt you know <laughs> and Riley loved that because he thought it was more exciting than our white church he called me so he quiet called me.
Oh, gosh, oh my gosh. Me laugh. So, oh. so funny right. and so oh. true. <laughs> As we get into kind kids, that reminds me, uh, Monique, your daughter, Andre, one thing I noticed about the game, you know, uh, Michelle's uh, 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 daughter uh, plays on a team as well, and her dad, who's the seven foot one former basketball player, he's the coach. And uh, your daughter's quite a little basketball player, too, both of the girls, Sienna and Andre. My daughter's quite, quite a fighter. Do you see her? She's starting to learn how she to fight, is. though. She, she used to be like she was at a tea party. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, you touched the ball first? No, after you and i'm like honey it's not a tea party you know how you womp on your brother and you throw him to the ground that's how you get the ball back you know and i've never played the game but i know that part and so she does that now she tries to rip the ball it makes me laugh because she's totally changed her personality but um i noticed andre every time somebody fell that little girl that kept falling remember at the game um andre would uh, help her up almost every time tried to help her i thought that was so sweet you know my like i said my husband played football so that's a different kind of mentality. Yeah. You don't help people. So that's, <laughs> that's a debate we have in our house because I tell my girls, you know, help them up. I have a soccer player, two soccer players and basketball. I'm like, help them up. You know, my husband's like, no, you can be nice after the game. Oh, is that what he, I'm talking I about? See, yes. I just, Wait, I did I'm see him smile when I complimented Andre on helping people up. And you and I, you and I were like, we're trying to get our girls into heaven. If they get a scholarship, great. But I don't want them to have a scholarship and be a jerk. No, okay, my I'll give a concession. Okay, I'll get, this okay. is my concession. Okay. If I knock them down during the process of the game, I'll look down and say, yeah, I, okay, and then move on. <laughs> I will do that. But I'm not helping them up. I did, I'm just saying. I did giggle, though, because your older girls said, we'll be nice after the game. Be kind to See? others after the game. I go, well, you always can't pray for forgiveness. They get it. <laughs> they get it from. And my husband is the nicest person that you would probably ever want to meet as long but as. But if he knocks you down the game, he's not helping you he's up? He's not helping you up. <laughs> <laughs> football player. Come on. He's going to be kind to others later. Yeah. Yeah. After overtime. After. Yeah. Yeah. When he's in the it, game, he's in the game. He's in right. the game. Except Angie, if you ever catch him on the road and he has road rage. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, no, he oh, cut oh, me oh, off oh, once. Because oh, no, I, oh, I got to tell you this story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because yeah. he, he, you know, he's had experienced a lot of concussions. And I always just tell people, you know, um, he played football. He's had a lot of concussions. So, so he might try to run you off the road. He, okay. Like, no, I was going to soccer once. I was going to soccer. And you know that creepy field where you can't even find a parking spot? I'm not spot in the conversation and people, with them. And people, and people are ready uh -huh. to, like, beat you up in the parking lot at that, so at that soccer, you know, the mm -hmm. soccer field? Okay. So we're going in there, right? And I'm in the correct lane. I'm in the I get in the right lane. It takes longer because then I'm going to turn right in there. And somebody goes speeding ahead. And they, like, almost T-bone me and get right in front of me. And I, I go, oh, my it. gosh. That guy just cut me off. What's your And then my sweet little hope in the back, who is the sweetest child I have. She goes, that's Andre's daddy. <laughs> I was getting ready to pull up, tell him off, and give him a piece of my five-foot blonde soccer mom mind. And then I realized that he weighed 300 pounds and something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, well. Yeah. You might want yeah, to maybe not. And I just yeah. waved at him all friendly, you know. And But I just thought that was so funny because I'll, I'll never forget, I was at the senior citizens, like, a retirement home visiting my aunts, and this guy's floating around in the pool with all these little old ladies, and they don't want their hair to get wet and he's telling a story about how and I was at the stop sign and this guy cut me off and I pulled up the stop sign and he pulled up and I got I, I, I got out of my car and then he got out of his car and he was six foot six and like 300 pounds you know what I said to him never mind <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to your husband, never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That was so funny. Hope, that's Andre's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> She's in my class. 
yes. Oh, okay, honey. And those kids, man, they remind you to be nice. Because I'm telling you, that Aww. Hope is the sweetest little girl. She She's is. always reminding me. Isn't she sweet? Aww. She is so she is. sweet, that girl. Well, that kind of stuff in our neighborhood, the neighborhood is so small that you know, know everybody. No. So it happens kind of regularly where no. you're like, dang it. And you're like, that's my next door neighbor. No. <laughs> no, uh, there's some lady in Little Hummer. She's this tiny little soccer mom. And she cut my husband off. And she was like, she kind of threw some fingers up in the air. Maybe oh. just one of them or something. I and my husband, exactly my husband pulled up next to her and looked over at her. And he's like, I know you from swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cut me off again, lady. Or I'll take the green off your Hummer. <laughs> We're, we're going to have to talk to that lady in that Hummer because she did me the same way in front of school. <laughs> they put their fish in the back of their car. We get like, a different side of them today. Jesus, I am taking that Jesus fish off your car if you do that to me again. Is Jesus fish? No. I'm not, no, oh. no, no, but you know oh. when the person with the Jesus fish throws you like yeah, a hand the, signal? Yeah, no, I'll never forget. I, I, I actually don't do anything so that you're not supposed to in traffic anymore because when I worked in Los Angeles, one of my favorite anchor friends who was on the weekend morning mm-hmm. show with me, uh, at Jim, and Jim, he, uh, he, 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 he <laughs> did something in traffic he shouldn't have, and he did throw that hand signal that everyone knows it's universal. And uh, so then the guy pulls up next to him and he goes, I'll just make up his name. Well, if my name was Jim Anderson and I was on the Channel 4 Morning News as an anchorman and reporter, I don't think I'd be throwing that finger around to people. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. So, like, when you get called out like that, they know exactly who you are, where you work, and whatever. I'm like, no, mm. I think I'll probably keep my fingers to myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably good. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got realtor <clears throat> on the back plates of my car. Oh, so I'm always yes. like, they hate my driving and they're never going to refer me. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh just, just think. Did we use up our whole segment again? Oh, yes, Angie, like, you no, did. I did do it. I yes. did do it. I was talking about how kids are kind to others. Okay, let's use the five-minute segment at the end because I have to share this good news story. Yes, I do. I have to share the good news story at the end. So we got five minutes at the end. Can I do that? Because we're almost out of time with this segment, right? It's my show. Yeah, no, we're almost out of time. We have yeah. one minute. No, you're producer Dave, <laughs> and I am Angie, the show host. I'm going to use the last five minutes. She's Angie. I can do that. Right? It's his show now. Does it say the good news with Dave? No, it's the good news with Angie Austin yeah. and friends. He shook his head no to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Okay, so I want to share the story because I do want us all to discuss it. And then tomorrow, tune in because Monique is going to share her story, her testimony on Friday. And that's how we got to chatting when we were at the elementary school in the lunchroom. Now, Beatrice, you're a speaker, and so people may want you to speak at their church. We do women's conferences together sometimes as well. We're probably better as a team than we are on our own. We are. Mm-hmm. What, how do we find We're you? DrillSergeantOfLife.com. Jennifer? LivingYourPotential.com. Monique, your hairline? It's AllHair.net. It's AllHair.net. And, oh, Michelle, we want to refer you. Um, hit me up at Michelle.Betts at PorchlightGroup.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a website, AngieAustinRadio.com. And if you have questions about these ladies or anything you hear on the show, shoot me an email. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, do you have a lot of things around your house you want to get rid of? My husband wants me to get rid of anything and everything that is in his way. 303-238-JANE. I love ARC. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. 303-238-JANE. They bring a truck right to my house. I actually have them come every month or two, and it is so helpful to get that place cleaned out because you know what? My husband's a lot nicer to me when I donate things, and who better to donate to than ARC? 303-238-JANE. 
Garden and arcthrift.org for a location near you if you just want to drop a few things off and do a little shopping. arcthrift.org, shopping with a purpose. I love Ark. Hey, welcome back to the good news. The good news is we have our friends from Ark here again. Ark Thrift.com if you want to check out all their different locations. I shop there frequently because the money goes right back into our community, so it's shopping with a purpose. And Dominic, you have quite a few locations now. I've noticed you've opened some new locations, Dominic Rivera, with ARC. Yes, so how do. many now around Colorado? We now have 27. Oof, that's a lot. It is a lot. Wow, you guys have really grown. And the number of differently abled ambassadors went from when uh, Lloyd Lewis, the president, started just over a decade ago. He had just a handful right. of ambassadors, and now you have hundreds? Yes, uh, when Lloyd first started with the company, we had 10, and now we have over 300. Wow. I mean, that is, he's made some changes, I am telling you. Yeah. And by the way, it's really easy to have the truck come to your house and pick up your uh, donations. I have the truck come every couple of months, uh, 303-238-JANE, 303-238-JANE. And the truck comes right to my house, and they pick up all of my stuff, and that's so handy for me. And uh, we've got uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um, you're teaming up with VOA, and what is going on with uh, free coats, with uh, Dominic? Um, downtown, we'll be giving away uh, clothing, uh, uh, with the VOA on uh, Monday, January 15th. And do they go to the website to find out more? Where do they go to get information? Uh, yes, they can go to our website and check it out. Perfect. You know, I picked up something. I, mes- I messaged uh, Lloyd because I, I, hopefully his wife's not uh, listening, but she had told me next time I, s- I found a really nice like coat, like dress-up shawl kind of mink type thing um, at uh, ARC to let her know. And so um, I was there last month, and I found two Lord and Taylor shawls. Um, one's Fox. Now, again, I'm not normally a fur person, but it's repurposing. It's an you know antique kind of item from Lord and Taylor. And so I bought one for her and one for myself because I, she'd seen me. I had a mink on from uh, from the store. And uh, it was beautiful. The only um, interesting thing is it has um, someone else's initials in it, you know. So we've um, decided that because it's E-K-A, we, um, we decided that it really stands for every kind act. Yeah. That's what the initials are for, <laughs> since I have someone else's initials in my jacket. I thought that's hilarious. Or you have a couple of the ambassadors sure. with you today, so we can get to know them and what they do a little bit. Do you want to introduce them? Sure. We have Marlene Glim from our Westminster store. And also... Adam uh, Horney from our Park Landing store. That's just for the hundredth time. Yes. Yes, for the hundredth time you're here. I think you just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just go along with whatever Dominic wants me to do. That is hilarious. So I can be I doing. Any, I can do anything from security to um, going out to the stores with Dominic and just chilling or doing this. Yes, don't let him fool you. It's the other way around. All oh, that you hang out with him, you follow him around. And Marlene, what do you do at Ark as an ambassador? I do everything. Like, what types of things uh, in the store do you do? Um, what, um, in which location? Westminster, right? Yeah. So you're a ways out. And then do you work in a certain department? Marlene helps out in the children's department? Yeah, I do children's. I help out. Um, she helps sorting, and she also does a lot of crafts. We had a craft fair this past uh, Christmas, and she brought a lot of her crafts. You like? Oh, you like doing crafts? Yeah. Enjoy that. And then I know that there's Arc University, and there are a lot of classes. Do you enjoy that as well? Mm-hmm. And how long have you worked for Arc? 
10 years. 10 almost years. Almost 11. Almost 11. And do you have a lot of friends through ARC as well? Oh, her, she, she wanted to give a shout out to her buddy. Her name is Shelly. Shelly. And is Shelly a friend of yours at your store? Yeah. Excellent. So you've made a lot of friends working at ARC over the years? Mm-hmm. I love the ARC University events because I think that, you know, it's not just about the job. You make a lot of friendships as well. How about you, Adam? I know that uh, over the years you've made a lot of friends through ARC as well. Oh, yeah. What are some of the highlights for you? How many years now? Gosh, I want... I believe it's 12. 12. Are you wow. serious? <laughs> it's your career, you silly goose. Yeah, I know, 12. I, I can't keep track of this stuff. I don't know why. So what what is what is what what have been some of the highlights for you in the last twelve years or thereabouts? I'm staring at one of the highlights right now. Oh, being on the radio, being Look on at the you. radio, hanging out with Dominic, uh, being in stores off and on when I can. <laughs> Dominic's giggling. He thought that was good. A good, line. good, good, good. I want I want him to. I, for those of you who don't know, Dominic's a little bit shy about talking on the radio. So anytime we get him talk, then not yeah, as shy as he used to be. You're kind of used to this now, aren't you? Yeah. After three years, I'm yeah, opening up. Yeah. Yeah. He used to sweat when he was in here. He got so nervous about talking. I would have loved to have seen that. Okay, I, I looked up the website before we went on because I'll never forget the time I asked Dominic the website and he was so nervous he couldn't think of his own website. www.arkthrift.com. Yeah, it is. Remember that, Dominic? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> I always... <laughs> All right, arkthrift.org if you want more information. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.